0: Once again, we get to talk about a Blue Jackets win, and we also have to talk about Blue Jackets injuries. This is going to be the story of the season, I think. The Blue Jackets beat the Flyers in overtime and lose three more players to injury. we can talk about all of that on today's Locked on Blue Jackets. Locked on Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host Jay Foster, here to bring you news, stories, uh, excitement, agonies, all of the above and more about your favourite team and mine, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Before we get started, I want to thank everyone for making this your first listen of the day every day. Locked On Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms and also over on YouTube, so... uh, If you haven't subscribed yet, then please feel free to do so. You get notified when new episodes go live, and it helps you out. It helps me out. Everybody wins. Speaking of winning, Blue Jackets won a game. Uh, They now have points in three straight, which is very exciting. Uh, You know, baby steps here. Um, For the second time in the space of a week, the Blue Jackets have beaten the Philadelphia Flyers. Uh, This time they had to go to overtime to do it, and they had to use two goalies to do it. But uh, it could have been worse, maybe. Um, I actually really liked this game for the most part. Um, I thought the Blue Jackets did a lot of things right. I think it was a better performance um, than it was against New York. Um, I thought they deserved to win the game. Uh, this time, I don't think they deserved to win the game. In New York, um, Philadelphia, I thought, played played well. But the Blue Jackets, I thought, played better. Um, and it, uh, yeah, it was it was a fun game. I liked it. Uh, Sean Crowley. Opens the scoring, uh, his third goal of the season. Uh, that's his, uh, he just came back from injury himself, so hopefully that's one healthy player that we can keep. Uh, Boone Jenner scores his fifth of the season from Goudreau and uh, just a, a pass from Ken Johnson that Man, I want to see him pass that to to Johnny Gaudreau for the next 10 years. That's what I want. Um, A power play goal as well, which is exciting. Um, Every time the power play goal uh, works for the Blue Jackets, I do kind of feel a little bit like, I feel like they're going to take this one back. Um, It does still feel a little bit cursed, but that's a power play goal. It counts. Uh, The Blue Jackets, I believe, are now finally uh, in positive differential for the goals that happen on their power play uh i believe they've allowed two short-handed goals and scored three power play goals so hey you love to see it uh kevin hayes scores his fourth of the season to make it 2-1 and then uh noah kate makes it 2-2 um and this is kind of where it all starts to go a little bit wrong for the blue jackets um elvis moseleykins the save previous to the Kate's goal, I believe, he caught his skate in a rut and, like, fell backwards. It looked like he twisted his knee funny, stretching it out. Uh, and then uh, this shot from Noah Kate had to uh, required lateral movement, so he had to push down on the leg that it looked like he just tweaked. Um, couldn't get any traction, basically. Uh, Puck goes in, and then Elvis comes out of the game, not putting any weight on that left leg. Uh, we don't yet have uh, an update on... What the injury is, the severity of the injury. Uh, we do know that Danil Tarasov has been recalled from the Cleveland Monsters under uh, emergency recall conditions. So that doesn't sound great. Um, I really hope it's not like a serious uh, ACL tear or something like that. But not great. Uh, just as we get one goalie back, the other one goes down due to injury. So uh, I guess for better or worse, it's Jonas Salo's net. Uh, he took over um, for the rest of the game. I thought he played fine. Uh, ended up getting the win. Um, I don't actually know how many shots each goalie faced. I feel like I could probably work that out, though. Um, Elvis made 15 of 17. Corpusala uh, made 18 of 20. So uh, he finished the game with a 900 safe percentage. Uh, so he's still, I think, the only goalie with an above 900 safe percentage for the Blue Jackets, which, again, is a sentence that I didn't think I would be saying at this point in his tenure with the Blue Jackets. Um, But it is what it is. Uh, Third period goes and uh, Boone Jenner scores again. Uh, He has four goals in two games against the Flyers so far this season. It's bonkers. Uh, That's his sixth goal of the season. And then 13 seconds later, Eric Robinson scores his second of the season. And uh, it's 4-2, just like that. Um, Unfortunately, Blue Jackets hate playing with the lead. Uh, Nick Seeler scores his second of the season, and then Travis Konechny scores a power play goal to make it four-four with about eleven minutes left, I think, in the third period. Started to get a bit of a bad feeling, but uh, they make it to overtime for the second time in two games. Uh, they actually end up uh, so the, the when they went to overtime with the the right the not the Rangers the Islanders um, on Saturday. They started with three forwards. Uh, they started Gaudreau, Jenner, and Laine, Um, which was a choice, a choice that did not work. So this time uh, they went, I believe they ended up with Gaudreau, Nyquist, and uh, Gavrikov. Uh, Gavrikov played a lot of this overtime period. I feel like every time I looked up, uh, he was on the ice. Um, but they ended up, they, they rolled with uh, some defensemen this time um and who else ends up scoring but Vladislav Gavrikov that's his second goal of the season and his second time his second overtime game-winning goal of the season uh, assists Chinikov and Sillinger uh those three I thought had phenomenal games um I thought Gavrikov had a really great game uh, he had a goal and an assist uh Chinikov and Sillinger only really read only registered on that goal but it was a big one, um, a really great pass from Chinukov, a uh, great playmaking from uh, Cole Sillinger. Uh, the only player back for the Flyers was Kevin Hayes, who I don't really think knows how to play defense. So, like, there's that. But a really, really great goal, really great win. Um, the Blue Jackets, are, they've got points in three straight games. Um, you love to see it. Uh In a minute, we're going to talk uh, a little bit more about this game and uh, we've got more injury news to go over because I didn't even talk about Jake Bean yet. So that's all coming up in just a minute. But first, I have to pause the podcast for a second uh, because you have to try this. I'm talking about Built Bar's new reimagined flavors. They've got cookie dough topper. They've got coconut brownie bar. They've got coconut brownie topper and they've got white chocolate peppermint granola, which is built to take on the granola bars with more filling and still super tasty and here's my personal favorite the candy cane brownie puff. A built puff is uh, like a regular built bar but it's soft and marshmallowy and just so so delicious. They are the best tasting protein bars ever built. See what I did there? They are revolutionizing nutrition. It is covered in 100% real chocolate but it's still 17 grams of protein and only 130 calories. Just take one bite and it's going to change your life forever. magical wonderful time after you tried these built bars, it's just going to be so much better than the time before you tried them. So, you're probably wondering which flavor is my favorite, uh, which is kind of an unanswerable question. I know that I said the candy cane brownie, but they are all unbelievable. And here's, here's a really great thing you can order a mixed box of built bars and you can try all five new flavors for yourself. So, get 15% off your order right now by using the code lockedon15 at built.com. That is lockedon15 at built.com for 15% off so we talked about elvis's injury we talked about uh daniel tarasov getting called up uh we didn't talk about jake bean leaving the game halfway through i think the second period uh he only ended up playing uh eight minutes and 55 seconds um and just like that another defenseman goes down um they lost andrew peak briefly as well i think that was more of a stinger um, he blocked a shot on, like, the inside of his leg. And I think it might just be a case of, you know, when you bang your arm really hard and your fingers go numb, I think it might have been that, but for feet. Um, so he, he was back. He finished the game, which is great. Um, he only played 20 minutes of ice time. Um, Vlaslav Gavrikop played 28 minutes and 40 seconds. That's bananas. That's too much ice time. Um, but Jake Bean uh, got smashed into the boards, went to the locker room, didn't return. And there goes another defenseman um blue jackets have i think now anyway they have six healthy defensemen if we uh branson came back um it's not looking great the blue jackets are gonna be uh gonna be shorthanded probably uh i don't know if they'll call another defenseman up i believe they are on a home stand for the next four or so games um, so if they need to they can uh the next five games they're at nationwide excuse me um and then they go to Nashville and then back to uh nationwide for one more game but um so then just call someone up they can um I wonder if they will just go with three defense uh six defensemen uh, at the minute they've got an extra forward I believe and uh god who who knows what's gonna happen next um the Blue Jackets have, uh, in terms of healthy defensemen right now, they've got Andrew Peak, who might be a little bit banged up. Uh, Gavrikov, who I guess they're just going to play until he falls apart. Uh, Jay Bean is out with injury. Jake Christensen, they have. Uh, Erica Branson uh, and Marcus Bjork, that is the five defensemen that made it through that game. And then they also still have Gavin Bayreuther up from the Monsters. They could call David Juracek up, but I feel like, I don't know. Uh, with Jake Bean going down, he's a left, he's a left shot, uh, a left defenseman. Excuse me. Um, they might just slot Beruther in there and just hope and pray that another defenseman doesn't get hurt. Um, if a right side defenseman goes down, then yeah, they'll probably call you a checkup. But as of right now, I, I think they're probably just going to roll with those six defenseman um at least until they get an answer on how long jake bean's going to be out for um if it's going to be he's done for a couple of games then um they might just roll if it's going to be more long term then i could see them maybe calling someone else up uh because they can't roll six defensemen forever um also missing from practice today is uh, emil bemstrom who played um almost 16 minutes of ice time uh he was on that top line jenner and uh, gaudreau which was really great to see um I thought he played well there uh I uh yeah no I like I like Bemstrom on that top line I think he showed that he deserves to be there for the you know his player for the last couple of games and like they've kind of been doing a rotating door of players that are playing with uh jenner and gaudreau at the minute but I don't hate uh if Bemstrom is that guy unfortunately. He was not at practice today because he is uh, among the uh, I believe Brad Larson called them the walking wounded, uh, which probably means he might be good to go. Um he might be one of those guys that's just a little kind of banged up, but also could mean that he's yet another injured player, which means there goes another one of Johnny Gaudreau's line mates. Um they are running out of running out of people to play uh <laughs> to play him with. Uh just Bad luck, man. I've been joking about this for like the past four games. I really do think that we need to do some kind of purification ritual nationwide. If you're in Columbus and you're a witch, like reach out to me. We can we can make something work. Overall, I thought it was a pretty good game. Like I say, uh the shots were pretty even. 37-33 to Philadelphia. Blue Jackets out face off them. Um they scored on their only power play opportunity. Uh, which means the power play is probably still dead last, although they might have actually managed to sneak up above the Ducks, which would be really funny. Um, note they are, uh, at, hey, they're in double digits No, They're at 10.5% on the power play, which is great. Uh, the penalty kill uh, continues to be about middle of the road. Uh, they're sitting 15th in the league right now at 78.6, which, again, I'll take. Um, but for the most part, like I said, I, uh, I like this game. I don't really have a problem with anything except the just intense amount of injuries that keep happening. Um, they're playing Montreal next. We'll see how that goes. Um, we're going to talk about that. Um, in, uh, in tomorrow's episode, I'm going to sit down with Laura and Scott of locked on Canadians. That's coming up in like tomorrow's episode. We'll talk all things Canadians. Uh, they've been having a pretty good start to the season. Um, but let's uh let's have a quick look at the canadians ourselves and then you know we can uh, we can talk a little bit more detail about them tomorrow uh, the canadians just finished losing to the uh, devils they are i think probably bottom of the atlantic division because that's kind of where they live now um, if we look at the standings, they are... Oh, no, I was incorrect. They are above two other teams in the Atlantic Division. Uh, they are 8-7-1, so they're playing about 500 hockey, uh, which is, you know, not not the worst. Um, Way, way better than last time. Um, They are coming off of a... Uh, they had a little three-game win streak going. They beat Detroit, Vancouver, and Pittsburgh, which, you know, I personally loved, before losing to the Devils. And uh, they've got some interesting lineup choice or not interesting lineup choices necessarily, but uh, they've been making some interesting decisions in terms of who's playing where. So they picked up Kirby Doc, who was uh, a center and they've been playing him on the wing with Nick Suzuki and Colt Caulfield. And it's been going fantastically. Um, he's got seven points in his last five games. Uh, five of those are assists. Nick Suzuki's got four goals in his last five games. The goaltending is play- is is doing well. Uh, Jake Allen, is at a nine oh one. one Sam Montembeau is at a nine thirty. 30 Sam Montembeau's 3-1-1 so far this season. That feels bonkers. Um, and they're kind of... The rest of it is kind of hovering about where the Blue Jackets are. They are 29th on the power play. They are 13th on penalty kill. They are 11th in face-offs. Uh, they are 21st in goals for per game and 21st in goals against per game, which is uh, pleasingly symmetric. But it'll be... Uh, there'll be an interesting matchup. I think this could be, um, this could be a barn burner. This could be a, a high scoring affair. Um, their goaltending is better. The Blue Jackets offense is probably a little bit better. Um, defense, it kind of comes out in the wash, I think, um, especially considering how, how few defensemen the Blue Jackets have. Um, there's going to be uh, probably not in tomorrow's episode. So I don't think there'll be an update by then, but Presumably at some point tomorrow, we will get an update on who's hurt and how long for, and we'll be able to update our giant injury chart. But um, yeah, this could be this could be a fun game. Um, I don't always enjoy playing the Canadians. They tend to have a really annoying style. Um, they've been playing some really good hockey since Martin Louis came up. Uh, and of course, we'll get to see old friend uh, Josh Anderson as well, who uh, actually might be hurt at the minute. Um, I don't actually know if he's on the Canadians roster. I kind of hope so because I like Josh Anderson. Um, he played against the Devils, so we can hope that we'll get to see Josh Anderson. Hopefully he will not have too much of a revenge tour against us. But, um, yeah, this could be – I don't necessarily think this is going to be like a benchmark game for the Blue Jackets, but I think it could be an interesting game. Um, the Canadians feel like a team that's kind of on the same level. As the Blue Jackets, with a couple of key uh, key differences, so we'll see how that goes. I'm not excited to see Cole Caulfield uh, score like have a bajillion scoring chances, but it is what it is. Um, we're going to talk a little bit more about the Canadians in more detail in tomorrow's episode. Like I said, we're going to sit down with Scott and Laura of Locked On Canadians. Uh, great people, great podcast. Uh, they are very very smart, and we'll have lots of smart things to say about the Canadians. And uh, we'll uh, preview tomorrow's matchup so uh that's tomorrow's episode thank you for listening to this episode thank you for making it your first listen of the day every day locks on blue jackets continues to be free and available on all podcast platforms and also over on youtube uh if you have comments questions criticisms you can email me at locks on at if you would like to follow the show on twitter it is lo underscore blue jacket if you want to follow me on twitter it is underscore jacob foster j-a-k-o-b-f-o-r-s-t-e-r um Thank you once again for making it your first listen of the day and uh, make your second listen of the day locked on sports today. They've got the biggest stories. They've got the hottest takes and uh, you can catch up on every sport doing that locked on sports today available on the odyssey app, YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. So once you're done listening to this, go listen to that and until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on.